Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam Show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Episode 377, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. Live and in and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby. Yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we the other podcast went uh, went late, so uh, we're jumping on right now with uh, live and living color uh, here on the video cast. So, I definitely wanted to uh, wait till the PMP Nation got involved, and I usually start uh, the audio version at uh, the same time, regardless, but. Today I just uh I want it to be a heavy heavy ask Chris question podcast. Uh so I decided to uh instead 
go ahead and um, and have this be involved. Uh, start at uh, a certain time uh, and make it happen, and, and have a lot of ask Chris questions. And um, we also have uh, today. I'm gonna play the um, um, today. I'm gonna play the Conan interview. Um, and because um, uh, Mike McGurk was supposed to be on the show tonight, uh, she actually had a, uh, a, a mercy with the, one of her friends, and um, and actually she we we had a reschedule, so we her and I were talking today. Um, uh, f- for those who don't know who Mike McGurk is, uh, Mike McGurk is um. Former WWE uh, announcer, so um, one of the first uh, women's um, announcers in the WWE. So we had a lot of talks. She was really excited to come on the show tonight. Actually, um, very very excited uh, to be on the show, but unfortunately she had a um, an emergency. Mercy with her friends. She actually had to go out of town. Um, she said um uh she's supporting a friend who had surgery so um she was really excited too uh she said some listeners will not believe how hard it was breaking through the boys club and working to stay ahead and alert to earn their respect i was up for the challenge is one of her comments she said to me um so yes yeah, she was really um really excited about coming on the show um, but we will have to, we had to reschedule because she had an emergency. She said she's, uh, flying back home in three days. And so we will have to go ahead and, um, make that transition, uh, make that interview, uh, make that interview and we would have to reschedule it. Unfortunately, let me make sure my webcams are good to go. And uh, there we go. All set. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a um, – I had a backup anyway, so I, if, if uh, Mike wasn't uh, – Mike McGurk wasn't available, I was going to have – I was going to play the Conan interview that I had for Anniversary because I wanted to uh, pump up uh, Anniversary coming up on July the 7th in Dallas, Texas. Uh, this is on my Crave Wrestling page and also Wrestling Inc. Um, I, I, I wrote an article about it on Wrestling Inc. So for those who didn't hear it, I'm going to have it available for you in just a few. I'm going to play the whole thing. Uh, of course, PMP Nation is the greatest uh, chat room uh, in the in, in the planet of podcasting, video casting, the greatest chat room. So as I play... Um, as I play the interview, go ahead and uh, uh, chat away. Uh, also, uh, have some Ask Chris questions on deck for me as I answer them. This interview's um, not long, uh, less than 20 minutes long. Um, so, that's what we're going to do. We're actually going to play the interview, and then we'll jump right into the show. Uh, the flavor of the week this week is uh, the top five most underrated Wrestlemania events. So that's going to be fun. Uh, the top five most underrated 
WrestleMania events. I actually really don't have a top five. I have five. This may be a top five uh, for me, but I, I, I can definitely think of five. I, I thought about five today. Five WrestleMania events. Now, there may be some that I didn't include. Of course, we'll talk about that. Um, with your, with all of you uh, live, your your live thoughts on it, which ones are underrated. But I'm going to give you five uh, underrated WrestleMania events that I have uh, thought about um, throughout the throughout the history of WrestleMania that I've uh, actually lived to experience every single WrestleMania. So, and uh, um, uh, actually. Really small announcement. I guess it's big. Uh, I love my. I love these days, and so my birthday is actually uh, exactly two weeks from today. So prepare yourselves. Give me all the showered wishes. I love Amazon gift cards. So uh, I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what you can do. You can donate on Patreon. Ah, how about that? Huh? Huh? You can you can donate on Patreon and give me a birthday gift. On Patreon, uh, Pancakes and Power Slam Show Patreon, give your birthday gift. Uh, thank you for everybody who uh, has uh, given. At any, it, there's only a, like a couple people pledging, but we have people giving. So thank you for that. We need some pledgers. We want to continue to um, boost up uh, the graphics. I want to have some really dope overlays. Um, and also want, uh, like I said, my, my goal is to get to a point where the Patreon is so lit that in my studio, right next to me, either here or here, uh, is someone live. So I want to use uh, the, the, the donations from the PNP Nation to actually bring people in my studio live. And uh, just like uh, Mo, um for those who are for those who pledge to the top tier, I think it's like six bucks a month uh, as your thank as your as your 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 thank you for uh, being a part of the PMP Nation. Three straight months gives you a uh, free T-shirt. And as you uh, for those who follow my Twitter at Chris Prolific, uh, you can see that uh, Antoine uh, Mo uh, he got his shirt and he uh, uh, sent a big thank you and I retweeted. And said, great. Uh, so you can see that uh, after three months of uh, being a, um, a member of the Patreon, uh, being a part of the Patreon, uh, uh, joining the Patreon, a part of PMP Nation, you will get a, a, a T-shirt. You will get a free T-shirt as a, as a thank you for donating just six bucks a month. It's a fast food order, you know, just a thank you for, because I'm not that type. I, I, you know, uh, I'm a businessman. And I know that the pancakes and pie, I mean, you all know the PNP Nation. Um, you all know that the the the, the pancakes and power stamp show is. You know, we can we can charge some big bucks, man. We can charge some big bucks as far as just the quality of the show, based on all of your uh, thoughts on it, all of your awesome uh, support and uh, people loving the show. And hey, listen. We could charge the big bucks to get some Patreon stuff out, but, you know, I want to have fun, man. <clears throat> I do. I, I want to have some fun with you all, continue to have some fun. I don't want it to be uh, predicated by a dollar sign, you know? Eh, 
the, the unfortunately the, the Conan interview is uh is not live. It's taped. Um, um uh what's going on everybody? Uh Lexi's in the house, Cody's in the house, Eli's in the house, Allie's in the house, Evan's in the house, Moe's in the house, as we have more jumping on. The PNP Nation, the core uh, is uh, now. I'm not talking about the core with two R's. <laughs> as WWE has, as the WWE had. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I. It's funny because I've been a promoter for 15 years, and I, I think I've said this before. I, I do a terrible job promoting myself. I do. I this year and last, I think last year and especially this year, I wanted to do a better job promoting myself. I do a terrible job doing that. Um, but yeah, I think I've done better promoting myself. I've had concerts of hundreds and hundreds of people. Kimbo's in the house now. Um, I've had concerts with over the past 15 years. I've had uh, over a hundred concerts with hundreds of, of, of people come to my concerts. I do Christian rap concerts and I've had national recording artists. I've, I, I, I mean, I've had, you can look at my stuff on, on YouTube actually. And I know how to promote other people, but I do a terrible job promoting myself. So, uh, with that being said, listen, it's like a dollar as just a like a, a, a dollar a month as a thank you, and like six dollars a month as a like super thank you. And again, I, I definitely want some incentive. Uh, those uh, who uh, have the top tier membership for three straight months, you get a T-shirt. As a sign of me, um, you know, as a thank you for for the show. So, again, I really appreciate all your support. I would love it if you donate monetarily. Again, $6 a month. Come on. (laughs) Come on. $6 a month is, uh, you know, for all the people who look at the show, who listen to the show, who support the show, um, you know, $6 a month, I'd imagine, wouldn't hurt your um uh, wouldn't hurt your your, your wallet uh and as a sign of appreciation for me taking the time and being on the show and, and making this happen and, and and doing the pancakes and power slam show so once again uh patreon.com slash pancakes and power slam so pmp nation if you hear me we uh, definitely appreciate uh your contribution to the show and again Definitely appreciate your contribution to uh, the the Patreon. So I'm gonna start I'm gonna start plugging the Patreon because I really want to start doing some really uh, next level stuff with the show. I got a lot of ideas. I got some really really cool ideas to do with the show, but um, I need your support for it. So um, we have a strong strong uh, um, awesome awesome basis. The, the PMP Nation is awesome. I think we are the strongest, the strongest force, the strongest unit in all of professional wrestling. So, <laughs> uh, Ali says, I love this show and try to show up when I can. Thanks, Ali. I appreciate it. Definitely. Cody says, same. I haven't been watching WWE, but come up for the podcast. <laughs> hey, I really, really appreciate that, man. So, uh, again, I, I got some really cool ideas. I've got a lot of wrestling. Um, contacts and uh i'm not going to pay for them um you know i'm a i'm an entrepreneur so 
Um, I'm a big ROI guy, return on investment. So I'm not, you know, I've got actually offered, I actually got many offers, including, you know, uh, some, some, um, some reputable people to come to, um, um, uh, double or nothing. And I was like, no, <laughs> I, I thank you. But if I'm not getting money, if, not, if I'm not getting money, if I'm spending more than I'm making, yeah, that ain't going to happen. That's why I love going to WrestleMania because uh, it's, that's like the, that's like the dream for, um, uh, that's like the dream for journalists because there's a lot of money that is made on that weekend for myself. I don't know about anybody else, but thankfully uh, it's a, it's a really good money making uh, weekend for a journalist. That's why I'm there from Thursday to Monday. It's really awesome. It's my favorite time of the year when it comes to pro wrestling journalism. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you all. And uh, like I said, man, um, I appreciate the compliments right now. Um, yes, Sally, Thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, all everybody who's watching, hit that like button. And uh, I noticed that the I noticed that we I get so many I get so much support on, on the YouTube. Barely get any dislikes. Sometimes a lot of a lot of weeks zero. Sometimes the, there's that one or two. Seldomly three people who are like, oh man, I I hate positive. I hate, I hate positivity and and uh, communal support. I hate it. <laughs> Uh, and you know, they, they hit the thumbs down, but you know, it happens, man. Uh, but again, man, uh, show your love for the show. Uh, not only, not only hit that like button, but comment, comment, you know, you guys, you guys are, you guys show me that you are some of the best commenters because we have the most awesome chat, uh, ever. That's the reason why I have the chat here on, on the side of me too. Um, because I want to make sure that everybody who's watching this, um, even if they download videos and even if it's played on Facebook, that they understand how awesome the chat room is. And so that's why that's the reason why I have the um, <clears throat> the chat on the side now. Because one of the most inter- you know, the most interactive pod video cast on the planet, the PMP Nation. So uh, I got some. Uh, People love chaotic chats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, support what you love. Absolutely, Ali. Support what you love. And uh, for those who, you know, weekly listeners, weekly in, uh, in, engagers in the Pancakes and Power Slam show, you know, I'm not too proud to ask for, uh, you know, just a small contribution so we can keep moving the show up. Seven years. The show will be seven years and three months old in two weeks. Um, uh, we got some big news coming up as far as improvement for advertisers and things like that. And so big stuff coming up. Um, but to be honest with you for the past seven years, I've been busting my butt and making this a groundswell podcast. Like I said before, knew nothing about, um, I knew I had no wrestling contacts. Uh, I, I knew nothing about the podcast business. I knew nothing seven years ago. Now, seven years later, I've interviewed over 150 wrestlers, not 150 interviews, 150 separate people. 
Um, you know, and, and I've had people on two, three, four, five, you know, the six timers club. I think, uh, JTG, Marty Elias, who actually just texted me a few days back. He texted me happy father's day. So big shout out to Marty Elias. Um, uh, Three, three or more timers club like your 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 Greg Ganyas, your Lance uh, Archers, um, um, who else has been on here more than three times? Um, uh, Sean Davari, Ken Anderson. Um, there's plenty. There's plenty. I know. I, I, I'm sorry, everybody who who I missed. I know I missed you. But thank you for being on the show more than actually thank you for being on the show once. Um and and definitely thank you for being on the show more than three times. So Watlow, let's play this Conan interview. Again, uh we appreciate your dollars. Go to Patreon, patreon.com slash pancakes and power slam show. I might if I remember it, I might pull it up tonight. Um so we can so we can look at it. Thanks, Jose. Chris Featherstone, you're my favorite podcast host of all time. Really, really appreciate that, Jose. Very, very much. I remember uh, remind me about stomping grounds uh predictions. I don't want I hate I hate missing stuff that I promote on the show. I can't stand it. Uh what's going on, Shamar? Uh thanks for bring everybody welcome Shamar to the to the chat room. Shamar is new, it looks like. Uh, am I a wrestler? No, I'm not a wrestler. Uh, I used to amateur wrestle, though. I used to amateur wrestle, though. Um, trying to work on a bucket list spot for you. I'm going through a ton of people to get to it. Okay. I like it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Welcome, Shamar. Everybody, welcome, Shamar. Uh, I'm not a wrestler. I actually amateur wrestled. Uh, and actually, a uh, true story, interesting story. I think I've shared this on the, on the show before. I actually have gotten offered twice on two separate occasions um by two independent um promotions actually um they 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 saw me they liked my look um i i'm uh i got a wrestler's look to me i I work out five days a week i was a personal trainer for 10 years and last year um I was going through a lot of just just stress because I, I I lost a lot of atrophy because I had my fusion and I couldn't I can't stand not working out so throughout two eight two thousand eighteen I couldn't work out and I had to rebuild myself still rebuilding myself but um, for those who follow me on Instagram and and uh, uh, Facebook and even Twitter to some extent but definitely Instagram. Uh, you, you see my pro, my progress, and I take pictures of me at the gym all the time now. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really happy with uh, the progress that I'm making, getting back to it, uh, lifting heavy again. Still going through rehab for my surgery, and uh, life is good, man. Life is good. God is good. Uh, just living a grand life. Happy that I'm back, like addicted to the gym now, like literally working out five days a week. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's good stuff. But, yeah, I was offered twice by two independent promotions. One when I was – one in, like, 99. I think it was 99. I was at the fair. And, that was, and there was a uh, um, kind of like – not a local, but like a, a 
regional uh, promotion that uh, had a table at the fair and actually pulled me aside and actually stopped me and asked me uh, if I wanted a wrestling contract. I was like 18 or 19 years old. And um, uh, yeah, they said, do you want a pro wrestling contract? And I said, uh, I said, we'll train you and uh, you got the look. So we want to, we want to build you. And I said, uh, here's a funny story. (laughs) True story. So I actually said no, because I was in a a heavy relationship with someone at the time, no longer (laughs) in a relationship with that person. We're still friends though. Um, uh, the funny thing is I have no animosity with any of my exes. That's a that's a blessing. I have I true story. No animosity with any of my exes. And um so yeah, uh no longer in a relationship. This was twenty years ago, but no longer in a relationship. Um and so I said no because of that. And then a few years back actually, I was at B dubs. Uh, with uh, um, one of the, uh, one of the old co-hosts, a still a good friend of mine, Ryan, one of the old PNP co-hosts, and we were at B Dubs, and I got pulled over again. Same same deal. It was another independent promotion. They're like, man, we like your look. Uh, we 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 will train you. Um, you know, we'll uh we'll we'll go through all we'll, we'll do all that. We'll build you, blah blah. blah. At this time. Um, I think my first son was already born, married, and in my thirties. So, uh, so I was like, ah, thank you so much, but I'm a family man now, and uh, I definitely wouldn't want to leave my family. Now I have three kids now. I have one at the time, but um, uh, I was like, yeah, I definitely don't wouldn't want to leave my family <laughs> to pursue a pro wrestling career. That's uh, long gone, and you know, I think I made the better decision, seeing how uh, I'm going to be a doctor this year. So, a lot uh, I'm making, I'll be making uh, most likely the same amount of money that I would uh, as a professional wrestler, as a doctor, and a lot less on my, lot less strain on my body, a whole lot less strain on my body. Now I'm going to be a doctor in psychology, so the strain is probably on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> not my body, but uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be digging in people's minds. So I'll be doing mental surgery instead of physical surgery, like a like an MD, PhD does. You know, as a psycho as a, uh, a doctor in psychology, I'm gonna be doing surgery on the mind instead of surgery on the body. Uh, so it's a lot less strain and making about the same amount of money. So I think I made a better decision. Uh, before I uh, get into the, the Conan interview, before I play that, I've got some Ask Chris questions. Uh, Casey says, uh, Casey loves the WrestleMania. Welcome, Casey, to the show. Casey uh, is a newbie as well. Welcome, Casey, to the uh, PNP Nation, everybody. Casey uh, loves the WrestleMania posters behind me. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Uh, <laughs> Cody skips the leg days. You know, I do, uh, I do a half an hour cardio. A lot of times I can tell, I, cause I can't, I used to do eight, no lie. Um, I used to do 800. I wish I could play. I wish I could bring that up. Uh, I may can actually, 
I used to do 820 pound leg presses. I think I have a uh, video of it somewhere if I find it. Um, I used to do 800. I might find it as uh, I might find it during the Conan. I don't think I'll probably do that. If I if I remember, I hope I do. I probably I try to find it through when I play the play the Conan uh, um, interview, and I'll show it to you all. Remind me, remind me. Um, but yeah, I used to do 820 pound leg presses, and <laughs> after my surgery. They were like, yeah, do you have any questions? I said, okay, well, I used to do 820-pound leg presses. When can I get back to that? And uh, they were like, yeah, probably not ever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And so I'm still going through rehab. And then so this is um, a very public show. So doctors, I'm sorry. I didn't go back to 820 pounds. But I think I a couple of weeks ago, I, I was missing the leg presses. And so um, – and so I did like 540 or something like that. And um, I felt it, but it was good to get back into heavy leg pressing. So I want to get back to my 820, but 540 is good for someone who's in rehab for a uh, spinal fusion <laughs> that I just had, you know, 14 months ago. So, all right, uh, Lexi's asking, with the announcement of Scarlett Bordeaux's release, do you see her showcasing at uh, AEW's All Out or being announced at SummerSlam? Uh, I don't see her, um, you know, she was a, what one of uh, Nia Jax's, you know, jobbers, you know, just within the last, what, two or three years or so. I don't see, I don't see WWE uh, getting um, uh, Nia, uh, um, Scarlett Bordeaux. Now the Fighter Fest, if you're, if you're talking about the Fighter Fest, um, Perhaps, perhaps. Um, but as far as all out, uh, I could, I can certainly see AEW uh, taking um, taking Bordeaux. She was, you know, she was a huge star in Impact. As far as what I know, um, as far as what I know, she was making, uh, and, and this is, and, and and I got some sources that verify this stuff, but uh, I got to give credit to PW Insider. I think uh I think Killer Cross was on someone's podcast and mentioned this and PW Insider they get the credit for um confirming um what Killer Cross was saying and as far as what they said and I got some sources to confirm as well Scarlett was making um she wasn't making any money um she she was at the point where she was still living with her mother so that goes to show how much money she was making. Now, you know, um, I have a good relationship with Impact Wrestling. Um, you know, um, and they they contact me a lot with press releases and interview opportunities, and so uh, I have a good relationship with the the, the PR department. Um, but as a journalist, I, I'm gonna com- I'm gonna as a commentator, <laughs> so um, I, I'm gonna comment on on this situation. For what I know. It's unfortunate because uh, Bordeaux was uh, with, the, with the whole smoke show. She was a really hot commodity. You know, she was doing her thing with Disco Inferno and and Impact, and um, she had the look. Uh, I remember her from ROH actually. Now, that's when I first started uh, knowing about Scarlett Bordeaux, where she was actually competing in ROH, and uh, this was some years ago, and. 
she so she has experience and um so yeah, I mean I I don't know why they would decide to pay her as little as they did. I mean, like I said, she's gotten to the point she got to the point where she was still living with her mom and she had to get a second job. So obviously she wasn't making a living working at Impact and she was a, a main character for for Impact. So I don't know. I have no idea how their monetary system works. I know top stars there that I can just text and find out. I, I mean, I, I know top stars that I've texted and found out things, but um, I don't know how much money they get. Um, <clears throat> that's that's not for me to know, really. I mean, uh, as a journalist, sure. I mean, I can get that information and report it, but as far as someone's how much money Scarlet Bordeaux makes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much she makes, but obviously she doesn't make enough to to make a living, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, like I think, like I said, I think it's unfortunate that um, she's at the she's at the point where she can't even make a living. So, all right, any ask Chris questions? Let's see what we have. Uh, Jose's asking, do I see Randy Orton and Steve Austin AEW? No, I don't, but it's interesting Steve Austin did interview Tony Khan. It goes to show how much Steve Austin didn't really care about uh, the, um, <laughs> the the restrictions that Vince McMahon offers. Uh, welcome, PL, to the chat, everybody. Um, all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead. Jose's also asking... Uh, should WWE be creative once AEW gets their own TV deal? I absolutely think they should. I think they should go into like Monday Night Wars uh, mentality. Um, because like I said, I mean, we haven't seen anything with AEW yet. We'll talk about AEW a little bit more, but, you know, they could be uh, they be, could be a legitimate, a legitimate threat. Um, <laughs> I could be like Britt Baker, doctor and wrestler. I couldn't see myself do that. Well, Britt Breaker, she doesn't have a family. She's she has a boyfriend, uh, Adam Cole, but uh, you know I've got a wife and three kids, three little kids, uh, six four and almost nineteen months. So <laughs> me stepping away and doing Doctor Wrestler. As speaking of Steve Austin, and Steve Austin was like, ah, ah, <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. All right, Rose, what's up? Uh, Ask Chris, is Impact ever going to get established and free from pay issues? Good question, P.O. Good question. Um, well, I would say they're definitely they, – they're established. I would definitely say Impact Wrestling is established. I mean, they've been around for 17 years. Um, and – yeah, I mean they've been around for 17 years, so you got that part. But um, you know, other than that, as far as pay issues are concerned, uh, you know they're backed by Anthem, so they've got financial backing. Um, you know they don't have to worry about you know uh, when Dixie was there and they had to um, wait months and months before <laughs> before pay, unfortunately several weeks i've had two people i've had ken anderson and gunner uh, he's what jackson 
Oh gosh, Riker or something like that uh, in NXT with the Forgotten Sons uh, used to be Gunner. Um, that's both of them confirmed uh, of delayed pay. Uh, that that did have an issue with delayed pay in, in Impact Wrestling when they were on my show. So you can you can Google both of those. Ken Anderson and Gunner, when both of them were on my show, they talked about their pay in TNA. All right. All right. All right. What's up, GHP? That's all for now. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, what's your favorite wrestler in terms of creative and booking? What's your favorite wrestler in terms of. Break that down a little bit more, Jose. Ali asks, asks, Chris, should we cross-brand cross eventually between a, WWE, AEW, or should let things be? Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Um, I don't want WWE touching AEW. I want competition. That's one of the biggest things that WWE is failing at. I think they're too lazy. I think they're too settled. There's no competition with WWE. I love ROH. I love New Japan. Um Impacts on a really awesome rise, uh, kind of rebranding. Really love the rebrand. They have some really solid competition in Impact right now. I'm actually friends with some people in Impact, um, some top stars. But um, none of them were competition. Um, but I think AEW could be competition because of their big money investments right now. Lex is asking, do you think the reason um, for the delay of showcasing Bray's new gimmick at live events is because WWE Creative is having a hard time delivering viable content? I think that's a really good point. Um, I mean, their ratings are tanking. They're having some of the they're, – they're having they're, – they're literally having historically low ratings right now. And that's a really bad sign uh, for their – you know, for their deals. I mean, they, they sign deals now. We'll talk about that later as far as people needing to sign five-year deals now. And as far as their TV stuff, you know, with, um, with Fox, um, you know, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, Fox come, you know, when it's time to renew with USA and Fox and they're seeing historically low ratings, you're like, uh, I don't know if we want to bring you back. And uh, that's that's not good. Rosé is asking, uh, what company do I consider, consider number two? I'll consider number two um, from an international standpoint, New Japan for sure. From a local standpoint, New Japan doesn't have enough American influence yet. They've only had a few shows here. They've actually got a the show coming the G1's going to be in Dallas. Um I would say the number two promotion would probably be Ring of Honor nowadays. Um I would I I can definitely see AEW um swooping in there real quick. Um uh, but yeah. Uh all right, so we're gonna I'm gonna play the uh Cody interview. Awesome Axe Chris questions. Uh do I like the wild card rule? Okay, ask that again uh ask that again Allie when I when I come back on the other side. Oh Quentin, good question too. All right, these two questions I'm gonna address and then we'll play a kind of interview and then we'll do um then we'll do more ask Chris questions. 
really short headlines. We're going to bring Evan Tech Proud on after the Conan interview. I actually see some people calling uh, in the um, on, in the studio. Uh, I may bring back calling. Uh, we used to do calling in a long time ago. I actually uh, may, be, may bring back calling as a feature for Patreon, but I'm not sure yet. Um, do I like the wild card rule? No, I don't. Who wins the G1? Oh, okay. So I can see Okada. I don't see Okada losing. They probably give it to Jay White. Yeah. Probably Jay White, because what uh, Tanahashi won it last year, right? Um. Yeah, because I'm thinking about someone who could go against Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. So, so the only person I can think of is Jay White. Um. No, I don't see Kota Ibushi winning it. I think Kota Ibushi should have won it last year. I wanted to see Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega, the Golden Lovers, go at it at Wrestle Kingdom. That would have been awesome. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, – I think – yeah. Jay White's my guess. That's my guess. So, All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, jump right into the Conan interview, and uh, I will be back on the other side. Chris Featherstone, Pancakes and Power Slam Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here uh, to introduce you all. You definitely know who this person is, and I'm uh, excited to talk to him on today. Uh, Impact Wrestling has an event coming up in New York, actually, uh, going on this week. Uh, And also, big, big, big events, one of their biggest events of the year, Slammiversary, July 7th. In Dallas, Texas, this person uh, has been a very staple name uh, from the management standpoint and from the creative standpoint as of late. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, he's been in the business for over 30 years, television championships, uh, United States championships, universal championships. Uh, He is one of the most decorated stars in the history of professional wrestling Conan, how are you tonight, sir? Yo, what's up? Yeah, we're over here in New York getting ready for uh, our show um, and the next uh, TV tapings for the next few days, and uh, always good to be here in New York. It's just uh, um, the people here uh, just so passionate. Yeah, I was uh, I was there for the United We Stand event. Uh, in the, it was actually in New Jersey in Rahway, about an hour and 15 minutes from, uh, from uh, the, the boroughs. Uh, what's your overall thoughts on that event? I think it was a really good event because you, you know, you have much experience working uh, with the territories starting in the '80s, so you're familiar with that type of feel of just organizations working together as opposed to you know the WWE being a uh, a separate entity. You know, we had uh, Russell Pro, you had Lucha Underground, and of course you had Impact Wrestling. Uh, how was it working with a collection of uh, promotions? Uh, it's very difficult because uh, this uh, this business has fostered a uh, um, kind of like a, an atmosphere of people not working together, people not trusting each other, and mm-hmm. so like I work for all these companies, and you know, and I try to get them to work together, but 
really it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous and sad how much none of them are working with each other because of ego, paranoia, because they don't know the guy will sit down, start a dialogue, and know who they're who this guy is, you may need something from him one day, or he may need something from you. It's like, I call it the good neighbor policy. You wouldn't want to go on vacation, and because you don't talk to your neighbors or they don't like you, you know, they see somebody ransack your house and don't call the police. Right. So, you know, you always want to be able to be on good terms with your neighbors, and uh, but it's very hard. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point, and I agree with you. It seems like since WWE has really you know, been the, the juggernaut, so uh, so to speak, as far as just being a separate entity. It just seems like a lot of promotions don't want to work with each other, and seemingly that would be the best idea, you know, to, to you know, have a really good solid competition is working together. Um, and, and I agree. I think that good neighbor policy is a really good, really good analogy when it comes to really working together. So uh, just let the listeners know, what you have in store for the the, the tapings in in New York? Any any big matches planned? Um, I don't know. I don't, I think we're we're starting something with the Rascals, so I think we might be doing something with them or the North. I I think at these TVs we'll know the direction we're going in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so yeah, I probably won't. We will. Uh, we won't get a good clue. The, the the thing is, is that everything that we've been doing, like. Um, we just finished a feud with uh, Pentagon and, and Phoenix. Then before that, we had one with the OGs, with uh, Kingston and, all the, and you know, Homicide. And then before that, we had one with OVE, with Sammy and the Chris Brothers. So it's just like everything we've done has been really good. I'm really proud of everything that we've been able to do, you know, especially in the last year. I agree with that. And it's, uh, the LAX has been... I would say, I would say the most dominant tag team of the past year. Uh, out of the past 13 months, LAX has had the titles for 10 of them. Uh, so, so there's definitely a, uh, a a stake of dominance when it comes to LAX, and and I, and I really appreciate that uh, from a twofold standpoint. One, uh, to really bring back the importance of tag teams and tag teams, you know, within major promotions. That's kind of been a a, a lost art, uh, the tag team wrestling. And secondly, just appreciating long title reigns. Because a lot, I feel a lot of times if you keep hot-shotting tag team or just titles, period, it kind of loses the importance of the title. What are your thoughts on just the importance of uh, of championships and how it used to be? Just another thing that um, that I think that it's a shame that championships are get, aren't given the importance that they used to be given. But if that's the way that business is changing, what can you do? And you know, it's sad to see because it's a good instrument to draw people. It's yep. a good instrument to get people over. Um, um, so that that is kind of sad to see. You know, I try to like when I put the title on somebody, I try to I try as to keep it on them for a while so it means something, and then when mm-hmm. somebody does beat them, it's a big deal, yep. you know, and then they can give the rub to somebody. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, and it's and, uh, just from an old-school standpoint, you know, the people who beat, like, for instance, Hulk Hogan had the title for a long time, you know, uh, uh, Backlund, San Martino, you know, and, and although, you know, we don't remember – 
you know, Ivan Koloff's or Iron Sheik's reign, you know, they were they weren't both neither of them were long. We do remember them being the streak breakers, so so to speak, because the title was so important and the person who had it was so big uh, that the people who actually broke the streak was, you know, um, just as important, although they had very small title reigns. And so, absolutely. So, you have been a part of the creative, but that was something that uh, you took uh, this year, right, as far as being a part of the creative team for Impact Wrestling? Yeah, I just help, you know, recommend stuff. I don't really write the shows. The only thing that I'm directly related, you know, as far as writing would be LAX. Mm-hmm. And you have a really, like, uh, direct influence in just, you know, their booking and, and just their uh, directions and everything? Right. Yeah. So how is it? I mean, you've been you've had the book for a long time in different promotions. How is it working with Impact as far in, in filling that role? Uh, they do every they you know they write a real real good show so uh, there's not much that I can tell them on on that there's some things I would do different like I thought when to me when Pentagon came in they gave him the title I was like wow that's yeah. diff- that's cool it got a lot of attention and the next day he lost it to Austin Aries and we'll go back to what you talk about it's like you know nothing against Austin I like him and he was a good champion, but if you're going to give it to Pentagon, let him ride a little bit, you know, and he, they didn't. They took it away from the, like, you know, besides stuff like that, you know, that I, I like I like uh, how they do things. They do, uh, uh, they, they write good stories. They got a real good roster, hardworking roster, and, you know, it's a good show, not yeah. because I'm on it. It is. I, I agree, and uh, I've been... <laughs> I've been saying this a lot on my show as far as like, hey, if you're not looking at Impact Wrestling, uh, you need to because I think, and I'm interested in your thoughts on this, you know, over the past 17 years, you know, this will be the 17th, uh, the Slammiversary pay-per-view will be celebrating the 17th year. And, of course, within these 17 years, there have been a lot of controversy, a lot of ups and downs, times where, uh, people thought that, uh, you know, impact was going to be done, change in management, all different types of stuff. What is so special? But nowadays, there's, such, there's, a, there's a feel to impact that has a rebirth type of feel to it. What is it about impact wrestling now that can draw people back in? Because a lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of people have been tainted by all the ups and downs in the promotion. Yeah, I just think that, uh, uh, you know, there was a high degree of dysfunctionality, you know, inbred in the TNA's um, DNA before. Some of the people that were here before in positions of leadership weren't making the correct decisions. And I really believe that, you know, when Scott and um, um, Don came in, you know, they really changed, they changed the roster. Um, and I think that people started to see that impact was that really – was doing a really good job of putting out a better product. And if you watch the show, you actually watch the show, they really were. There were people who were willing to give them another chance. And I just think that once they get, and I know they're working on this, and if it does happen, it's really going to be good. Um, You know, if they can get on a better platform that is in pursuit, um, which I believe they will, um, that's going to help image, morale, everything. Yeah, absolutely. What are uh, what are goals? But they've always been kind of like the underdog, you know, and, yeah. and they're still the underdog. But people see that it's an underdog that's 
really putting good in a good product so they're willing to give them another chance and I and so I think that might be part of it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that like you said, the change of management with, with Scott Demore and Don Callis, two people who really I mean and you know, there's the previous management, you know, there there were people who understood the business but with Don Callis and Scott Demore, two people who were former wrestlers and have passion for the business, you can feel it from a fan's perspective, the investment that they put in as, you know, as executives because they really want the business to succeed. It's just not a – they just don't have an executive role. They they want it because they're wrestling fans. And so that's I, – I agree with you. That's, a, that's very important. Real quick question for you just as a as someone who's been watching wrestling for quite some time. Uh, I want to go back to the 1996 uh, Bash at the Beach uh, pay-per-view. And if I'm not mistaken, you went against uh, Ric Flair for the uh, the U.S. title, right? You you defended the title, right? right? Yeah. Yep. So, how was that feeling to just? I don't know if I ever knew this, and I'm interested from your perspective. Now, that was probably one of the most, one of the biggest, most memorable pay-per-views in WCW history. Uh. How was it one competing against Ric Flair, you know, almost at the main event? I think it was like a couple matches before the main event. So it was a big high profile match for one. And then for two, what was the backstage feel of Hogan making the turn? Did y'all know about it? Was it a surprise to y'all backstage? What was that feel? Um I you know, wrestling flair was um you know, I always uh Looked up to him, you know, how could you not, you know, he was an incredible performer. Uh, it was kind of weird because he was kind of talking to me like in Carney, and I didn't understand what language he was talking in the ring. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was kind of lost out there, to tell you the truth. But when I looked at the match, the match wasn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. And a woman was in it, I believe, also. Yep. And so, um, you know, I always loved working with her. She was such a really good person that helped me a lot and Ray Mysterio when we were in ECW when we transitioned to WCW because she was married with Kevin Sullivan so it was great working with them um, uh, and then of course working with Flair was great um, and I even asked him to do a couple of his Flairisms you know like the bump that he takes on his face and mm-hmm. he did that and so uh, so it was really cool working him I just didn't understand what he was telling me in the ring and because he was kind of calling most of the match in the ring like he probably did billions of times you know he probably had you know so many matches in his head uh, and uh, I don't know we didn't know who it was going to be like they really kept that a secret oh no oh wow yeah Wow. So were people surprised when it was actually right. Hogan? Yeah. <laughs> Super. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's definitely a big surprise. So, And my last question to you, you mentioned woman, and I'm really curious of your thoughts on this. Uh, of course, we know the unfortunate Chris Benoit tragedy. I had this conversation on my show recently, uh, and I thought about this question recently as far as Nancy, as far as, you know, because be, even before – she was affiliated with Benoit. She was woman, you know, ECW manager, Four Horsemen, you know, uh, Kevin Sullivan as the, you know, the, the the fallen angel. She had a very established career. Do you think that Nancy Benoit should be in the WWE Hall of Fame? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 1,000%. Like, she was really smart. You know, you got to remember, she grew up in the business at mm-hmm. a very young age with Kevin and doing all those crazy promos of the missing link yep. or whatever he was doing, the devil, you know, down there in Florida with Mark Lewin and all that. And um, so she knew a lot about the business, you know, and... Um, so when I first came into ECW, I didn't know anything about American wrestling, really nothing, because I I was trained in lucha libre, mm-hmm. and I you know and I went directly to Mexico and I was there for ten years in a Mexican bubble, so I didn't look at the United States. I never really thought about wrestling in the United States, to tell you the truth. So when I went to ECW, I was lost. I didn't know the style. And, um, you know, Polly put me in with a guy the very first time I went there, the second time against this guy that didn't know Lucha Libre and I didn't know American wrestling. And, and I was like, bro, you know, you, why are you putting me in a match like this? Because, well, I thought you knew how to wrestle American style. And I go, yeah, just, I speak English. No, I don't. You know, I started in Mexico. And so that's when he uh, he started teaming me up, like, with um, Rey Mysterio. And, mm-hmm. you know, they brought in Parka and uh, Psychosis. And those matches were incredible. Um, and then I did, I kind of did something with Sandman. Next thing you know, I was off to WCW. But the short time that I was there, you know, she helped me out a lot. She was really, really, really smart to the business, more than people would know. And so, yeah, definitely, I think she deserves to be there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think that just the unfortunate incident, you know, shouldn't stop her accolades, you know, from, from being in it, you know, especially if she, you know, unfortunately was the victim. She had a decorated career, and I, I, I definitely agree with that. Well, definitely a very interesting perspective. I, I was I was curious about that, and just, you know, since you had some, some direct, you know, working and direct, uh, um, you know, communication. And, but and, here's the thing about that Hall of Fame. It's, you know, it's like, it's... You know, it's kind of hard to take that thing seriously because, you know, if they're mad at you, they they won't put you in it. Sometimes it looks like they put guys in there that shouldn't even be in it. You know, there's so many guys. And so, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like, can you imagine in baseball, like, yeah, let's not vote this guy in because, you know, so they put in the best players regardless, you know, and over there it just seems like if you're on bad terms and them, like how many years was Ultimate Warrior on bad terms with them and they wouldn't put him in until finally – you know, I'm glad it happened before he passed away. Yeah, I agree with that. Great perspective, and I, I agree with you. Once again, uh, I've got some tapings coming up in New York, and, of course, the big event, July 7th, Dallas, Texas, Slammiversary. What is uh, one message that you can give to the fans of what to expect? Uh, that's going to be uh, incredible, like, you know, it was last year. And so um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, that's, that's you know, our big show. Um, I don't know exactly even what match we're going to be in yet. But, um, you know, like I've said, if, if, you've, if, if you checked out the product, you know, I'm, you know I'm right. I'm not being a company shill because I have, um, I have talked about a pro- – you know, I, I've been very honest my whole career. I've been in companies – like impact in the past when the product wasn't good and i said it wasn't good you know but i think the people that watch the show right now um will agree with what i'm saying you know great storylines great in-ring action um just a lot of good people you know that can cut promos and it's just a real good talented roster so 
if you haven't checked out the show, check it out and you see exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, right now they're, they're really doing a good job creatively, and um, there's not a lot of creative frustration here, as they're, you know what I'm saying, like yeah, there used to be in the past. Yeah, I agree, and I like the I like how you all use the backstage as a way to forward storylines too. I really, I right. really appreciate that. So. Yeah. Conan, thank you so much for uh, being on the show tonight. Where can listeners uh, find you on social media? Uh, people can check me out on Twitter at K-O-N-N-A-N-5150, and then I, uh, you can check me out on uh, Fridays on Pursuit with, um, with Impact Wrestling or on Twitch.com. And you can also check out my podcast, Keeping It 100 on MLW, uh, radio where we don't just talk about wrestling but we do politics and pop culture and sports and a little bit of everything and so check that out man and uh, thank you for having me on the show awesome thanks so much uh, Conan have a good night alright bro be cool Bye-bye. alright ladies and gentlemen awesome interview with Conan I hope you all enjoyed it and guess what I've got something for you I didn't forget I got something for you here we go ready <laughs> Let's do this. Actually, eight ten, nine on each side. <laughs> this is eight ten, nine plates on each side. Eight hundred and ten pounds, ladies and gentlemen. Getting to work, baby. <laughs> All right. That is uh that is me. <laughs> that is me. That's uh eight hundred and ten pounds. All right, ladies, let's bring in a co host with the most. Evertech Proud. How are you tonight, sir? Doing fine, man. What's going on? How you feeling? Doing good, man. Doing doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Nice. How's your back? Is your back big enough to leave his rack? That's what I want to ask you. We always joke. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, this back this back is uh, too big for Luger's uh, torture rack, man. So. Especially now. You know, we love Luger. We love you, Luger, but, uh, you know, not like the old time days. Kimbo said, Mamma Mia! <laughs> yeah, the old time days. Well, then we all survived. Uh, you know, you know, say uh, welcome to the new people in the chat. Um, Ali, Eleven G, uh, and I forgot the other guy name. I don't know the chat. But it, it's sad, you know. We've been doing the show. You, you know, you're about to hit seven years for you. I'm about to hit. Oh, I'm over seven years me. now. Yeah, you over seven years. Yeah, seven years in. I'm April. over six. And it's sad in the business 
you know, we get paid to do our shows and traveling and friends with the people. I forgot Sunday the stomping grounds. First of all, <laughs> yeah. the grass is horrible. It looks like my little, I got a two-year-old sister. Look like there's something she did for like the grade school project. <laughs> and I got reminded mm. of saying it, but I was like, hey, you know, let's talk about the pay-per-view. What pay-per-view? Oh, stomping grounds this weekend. Oh, crap. Forgot. It's sad. Yeah, you have yep. to add downloadable matches like tonight. Oh, oh, the, the Bray Wyatt the, and Rowan is going against heavy machinery for what? Yeah. Sad, man. I actually had to send you two emails because uh, of the run sheet because I forgot about the predictions for the for the stuffy crowd. <laughs> right, that's another thing. It is sad. It is sad. And, you know, we play, we we signed up for the show. Wrote wrote out my segments and my run sheet earlier today, and nothing about Stalking Rounds. Forgot. Yeah, I totally I got forgot. Reminded that the last few minutes of being you. I'm like, wait a minute, why am I getting three entries? So the all year, by the way, something girl prediction. So that just lets yeah. you know, <laughs> lets you know uh, how how it's bad. Yep. But hey, it could be worse. We could be reliving the '93 and '94 year. There's oh, the old debate. Let us know, fans, what year in wrestling was worse? Was it 1993? Was it 1994? Yeah, was it '93 or '94? '93 or Let's see. What's up, Gabriel? Good to have you. What's up, Sports Huddle? Good to, back, good to have you back on. Absolutely. Yeah, Gabriel just got home school. from SmackDown Live a few minutes ago. How was it? Was there oh, anything back? Uh, uh, dark matches, 205 Live, all that good stuff. Hey, is it, um, is it, is it, is it, still working on his car. GHP, he's not making new pay-per-views. He was taking old ones and changing the names. You know, <laughs> might as well make them in your house. In your house, you know. I'm not going to let AEW kill my trees. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to inject yeah. a lethal dose. I'm not going to let it kill you. not going to let it to my creation. Me. <laughs> and the N. W. Oh, I'm trying uh, to turn my chair around. <laughs> that's all coffee. I can't. I tried the same thing. I'm going to color my chair. I'm going to find out who actually, who painted that, and you know that was hand painted. Who painted the NWO letters on the back of that chair? So off. Have an art degree, as you know. This was the, the lining was off. It just was like, come on, Vince. Well, yeah. was, uh... yeah. all right. We don't. Uh, let's uh, run through these. Um... Lexi had a question for me. Um... All right, here it is. I think. Yeah, okay. The Canellis has recently signed a lucrative contract for five years. Do you feel that some of the mid lower card talent roster in WWE will follow suit? Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually one of the. Uh, what's up, C Town? Good to have you back on the show. Um, getting all the returns today. It's a stat card tonight, baby. Getting all the returns again. Good stuff, guys. Go ahead and like the show. Leave a positive comment. Uh, I'm going to hit that 
to hit that thumbs up on the show. The show is lit tonight. Chat room is awesome tonight. Good job, guys. Awesome, 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 guys. All right, first trivia question of the night. BWO's Hollywood Nova became blank in WWE. BWO's Hollywood Nova became blank in WWE. All right, so some uh, live reports from uh, Salute to you as well, C-Town. Um, Gabriel said, 205 Live, this is a live report from being there. 205 Live <clears throat> was lackluster. Then they had a main event, Kofi versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE title. Kofi wins by DQ. All right, there you go. There's some exclusive. Um, it's a blurry, my blurry. There we go. Um, yeah, Simon Dean is the correct answer. Good job. Um, there's some exclusive um, reports from the PNP Nation. Gabriel gave us some exclusive reports on the <clears throat> Pancakes of Power Slam show of Dark Match and 205 Live. Thank you, Gabriel, for that report. Um, all right, so let's get into the headlines real quick, guys. We're on SmackDown, and then uh, we're going to talk about five, the top five, not necessarily in order, but the top five. Evan's going to do his. I'm going to do mine. And the PMP Nation are also going to uh, have some. Uh, and and GSP, I'm sure GSP will like this. A new song tonight on the PNP playlist. <laughs> and once again, I all of these are either approved or original. Okay, so the Pancakes and Power Slam show um, in the very beginning, original. Um, I actually had like an, uh, some 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 mid show song too that was. Um, an awesome uh, rap with two good friends of mine. Uh, actually, I'm gonna start playing that again too um, <clears throat> because that was r- it's super super dope. Actually, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna play it, man. I'm gonna give them some love. Shout out to my boys Armand and Anthony for putting this uh, song together for the show. Um, I'm gonna play it. <clears throat> I'm gonna play it. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three, our mind. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear. We taking this year. You know who we are, but you don't know why we here. So this is where the big boys play. These big boys play like who defies the living God. Get out the big boys' way. Outsiders with the swoop in. We live as kings. You see in us, but our third man waits in the wings. And when the time is right, we shock him with the proper attack. I go for dolo, but ain't solo. Cut the promo in black. Hollywood Hendrix frizzle pinning them. To the man, I'm Das Wonderkin with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome, never lost faith. You in all space, you can all skate, suffer, but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday, Raven, anticipating. I was frostbit, now I am glacier, mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals using. 
thanking God for my defense in Alabama. We jamming. That's beautiful. Bobby E and me and Priest. We the dangerous alliance. Nah, the Harlem Heat. Tie the do-rag before we do battle. You're talking shit. You are what you speak. This too sweet. Till the number is took back. We repping that work pack. The foundation shaking. No mistaking. Yeah, we shook that. Trusting God we trust. Pushing forward. Never look back. Meekness ain't at all weakness. Some people mistook that. Stamping out this crook rap. He turning the power on. On the razor's edge. Leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man. We bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful. The owners in our group, too. It's good to be king. Sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games. Our army go move, too. You too. I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. In the grand scheme, it's that easy. We tag teaming, sign the brothers, we love it, demand the win, establish it, fit the class to the champion. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. I haven't played that in a while. That's been like uh, my, my mid, uh, mid-show tune for years, a few years now, and um, I haven't played it in a while, so that's uh, part of the PMP playlist. And, of course, we got an album. Oh, I think you guys will like it. I think you guys will like the outro. Um, Love it. It's actually by the same. It's actually by the same artist, Intellect. He actually let me use the one that I've been using um, for the past couple of weeks that I brought uh, into the playlist. And then there's another one uh, that he's letting me use. And uh, I don't know, man. I think it might be better than the one. I, I really, really like Peace, but this one's called Excursion. And uh, I think I, I think I might like this one better. Uh, and the other one was a pretty high bar, so I think you guys will like it. So, uh, all right, thanks guys. Uh, thanks for uh, getting some uh, good stuff about the. Um, this is a chill. This is a chill episode. Like I don't even want to talk wrestling. <laughs> like this is a really chill episode uh, this this week, and I love it. I love everything about it. A really chill episode. So let's just skim through uh, <laughs> the, the wrestling stuff. Without further ado, headlines. Here we go. Uh, on a somber note, uh, EC3 uh, has <laughs> been been uh, posting some stuff on social media, man. It doesn't really show that he's very happy. Um, and as I say this, another question, what was the main event of SummerSlam 92? Main event of SummerSlam 92. Uh, so, he, so he's in the back of a card. It says uh, he's in the bottom 1%. And he made another tweet that actually says, Says, um, uh, someone said total class move by New Day to check on the uh, EC3. He's going to be okay, folks. And he retweeted, "Every time I make you laugh, I suffer more inside." So, man, and EC3 has been um, a wild boy actually. Uh, Reply to that tweet. I just saw that. I didn't. I don't really look at the replies much, but yeah, good stuff. Shout out to Wild Boy. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So EC3 man, he's uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really big into reading into cryptic cryptic tweets as much. 
Um, yeah, you know, I, I know that he's. I know WC. I know WWE. You know, watches them like a hawk a lot of times. But I mean, you really uh, you see it. I mean, there was there was a video that I saw recently that showed EC3 when he first um, came back, yes, and then no, EC3 yeah. when yeah. it was like it was like a split screen when he did the. EC3 there was like a split screen is when he first when he first came back uh and debuted it was like really excited and giddy and then uh they showed another one that was just like real just apathetic and just lackadaisical and just defeated I mean he just looked defeated man so it's sad it's sad man it, it, it's uh, the last one was a cry for help. Uh, Kimbo says, uh, "Yeah." And uh, Jerry says, uh, "Brett versus Bulldog. Good job, Brett versus Bulldog. One of the greatest matches in the history of WWE." Um, but yeah, man, just it's it's really sad. Uh, and let's just I, I, actually we can merge the the second headline together too as well. WWE wanting to because Mike and Maria. Resign contracts, and uh, man, that actually surprised me that they that he actually that they signed resigned contracts because Mike Kanellis is like he's not being used appropriately at all. Neither is you know I mean, I can say neither is Maria, but she's more of a valet type of deal now. She's like the you know the the idol of of Mike Bennett. <laughs> you know he's he's she's such an idol to him that she he changed his last name to hers. That's how we get Mike Canellis. But I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm never to be honest with you. I've never been a Mike Canellis guy. I I don't get the hype honestly. You know if I, if I can be honest. Um. Thanks, Eli. Uh, Eli said the NWO was fire. <clears throat> um, never been a Mike Bennett guy, uh, but at the same time, it 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 I, I can't stand when people are just they look miserable. They look like they're just not happy uh, at all. So, and now they're and now WWE's wanting to sign five year contracts to the to the uh, wrestlers. Yeah. Yes, we can. Uh, yeah, you can ask questions again. Ask Chris. Hashtag ask Chris. Um, <clears throat> five year contracts uh, for for their talent. What in the? Why would you? I mean, with uh, obviously they're trying to keep them, but it's like if you're a WWE guy or, or or gal, why in the world? Unless unless you are one of the top notch and you know that you're secure and they're not just going to sabotage your brand. Why would you want to sign a five-year contract in today's WWE? It, it just baffles me. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. WWE is making trying to hold on to any good talent that they have, so they don't go to AEW. Um, but at the end of the day, if their ratings don't get any better, they're in trouble. You got Fox, you know, Fox is up their butt, or Vince's butt. USA is up there, but they got to perform better with Fox. The ratings are still at a record low. I mean, it's come on now. It's, it's, it's sad. 
And, and by mm. the way, Randy Orton did not renew his contract. His contract is over next year, but he did not renew. Yeah, he'll be 40 next year. Yeah, he'll be 40 next year. So I think, I think, I think it's one of those things. Like, man, listen, I'll I'll be, I'll be 40 years old. I've won the world title 11 times or 13 times, 11 times, 13, 13, 13. And I've been wrestling since '02. That'll be what is 18th year in the business. 40 years old, making buttloads of money. I mean. Uh, if I was Randy Orton, man, there's no way. If I unless I needed the money, which it certainly doesn't seem like he needs the money. Uh, no. Forty years old, eighteen in the eighteen years in a business, that would be a really good time to to, to lace up those boots uh, for the last time. Look at this. Put yourself in Orton's shoes. Anybody listening? Like like Chris said, you're forty. You done made all the money you can, financially set. You can't do nothing else in WWE. Why not go to AEW? You work a lighter schedule and you pay well. It makes sense. Just to let you know, I told you, Chris, off air, I was talking to one of my one of my insiders and sources. Post Dean, Dean Ambrose, got a five-year, his contract is five years, $4 million. That's what Ambrose is getting, guaranteed. And had a sign-up bonus of five hundred k, five hundred thousand dollars. He signed the contract and got paid when he showed up at double or nothing. That's Dean Ambrose. So imagine if you're Randy Orton, forty years old next year, you don't renew your contract. You can go to AW with lots of dates. Because Orton does not work on live events. He doesn't work on house shows. He has a part-time schedule. So if Dean is getting four mil, five years. Cons has already said they were they they expected and don't mind expected to pay about a hundred million dollars towards investments or to get more than that four years two years smart move to me. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I just uh, you know I can just see Randy Orton because you you could tell you could tell Randy he's Orton tired, just, he's lazy. like he's, he's tired. tired. You know what I mean? Like he's he just, is. <laughs> like you could you could just tell. You can look at Randy Orton matches and now compared to you know the 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 Legend Killer days and the Punt days, and you right. know he's just like, listen, I'm here to rack up a check. I'm tired. Okay, <laughs> like I've been I've been wrestling for seven. I've been in this business. Not in the I've been in WWE for seventeen years. Um, actually, more than that, because you know, counting developmental and everything. But I've been, you know, he's been on the main roster for for 17 years. And I listen, I don't blame him. I, I you know, you guys are talking AEW. You you guys are talking AEW, and I could see some appearances there. But listen, I could see him just retiring. Period. You know, like just at the yes. you know, I could see Orton just saying, "Listen, I'm 40 years old." And I'm done, you know. Like I, I can see, and I don't think Orton would be a bad actor because I, you know, listen. As much as I, 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 I joke about Cena uh, of uh, being a hypocrite when it comes to the Rock, uh, you know, he he did apologize for it, but you know, he was like, you know, he got on the Rock for for being a sellout, so to speak, and he's doing the same thing now. He's you know hosting. Uh, Are you smarter than a fifth grader on Nickelodeon? Uh, he's 
he's officially Hollywood if he's uh if he's the are you smarter than a fifth grader host. Uh but right. listen, I, I you know, listen, I don't blame Cena. I think Cena's making a fantastic move. He's uh 40 be 42 out. this year. And you can, you can't blame the guy, man. I mean, like he's 42 is still a young age. Yeah, you can be an actor and get yourself involved in movies. You you still have another at least decade 40, left 50. as an actor. At least, at least, I would say yeah. uh, probably a dozen years. At least a dozen years will be 54. I mean, we've seen actors go in their 70s, and so. Look at Tommy Jones. He's about eighty years old. He's still acting. You know, have in another movie. another decade, and and, and uh, you know he started a new fast. Uh, he started a new. He, he's in the Fast family now. Doing he was going to be a part of the Fast and Furious movie. Okay, yeah. I can I can see that. I like the Fast and Furious movies. I like the series. Uh, yeah, so he's cool. so he's joining the Rock in the Fast series. I mean that's a big deal. The Rock. And so, and, and so, uh, yeah, man. I, and I think that um, I think Randy Orton would be a good actor. I think I think that, uh, you know he he knows the business enough to because wrestling. So good characters are good actors. You know, like you know how to pump. You know how to bump yourself up uh, to a to another level. And I think Randy Orton would would do would would do well in in Hollywood. Better than the men's acting. I mean. Orton didn't be bad at uh, what was that? The Dems three or the Mar- Marines, the Marine? or five, whatever it was. Yeah, I yeah, think it was one of the Marines. Yeah. yeah, it's about as many Marines out as the Fast and Furious movies. But I, I mean, yeah, it was Orton about to be forty. I go to AW, part time scouting. You can ask, you know, do the do the four kids awards and Nickelodeon, do some stuff for Team Nick. You know, do something on I don't know one of them Hallmark Channel, one of them Lifetime movies. He can do it. Do you do a Bret Hart, do Lonesome Dove, the revival, something. I mean, Orton's a good-looking dude. He's full of self. He can act, still wrestle, what have you. There you go. I mean, you know, Kimbo said a horror movie. No, you don't need no wrestling on a horror movie. That never goes out. Casino. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just good. You know, Cena... Twelve rounds. Meltdown said uh, twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. I knew I bought the same. Twelve rounds with the Dem, the Marine, and some WWE superstar wearing the same old shirt from training day. Yeah. Some WWE shooting movie. Yeah, some WWE shooting movie for M16 (laughs) and the Glock. That's pretty much it. Then you had the one movie with Shawn Michaels being bald headed with the with the legs. What was that Marine Eight? And like (laughs) Shawn Michaels is a hero. You serious? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, JSP said, uh, yeah. you remember Pacific Blue on the USA Network? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Pacific Blue. Yeah. yeah. Bring back Lefemme Nikita. All them shows used to come on that Yeah, Lefemme Nikita. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> 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 I go old school. Was that Motor Combat Conquest? Yep. <laughs> hey, let's not forget Thunder of Paradise. Thunder of uh, Paradise. WCW. Uh, we got, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the WCW. Oh, Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> Call him Kevin Sullivan so we can get more of the White Castle was there. Get those. Yeah, right. the Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yep. Yep. Wait. Those look, look. So you, know you're bad. you know you're bad when 
your episode wasn't even on the network for more than 12 hours, and then your announcer got canceled. That's when you know you're right. bad. Right, right. Well, your show hasn't even lived <laughs> on the network for 24 hours over canceled. Yeah, and, I think some yeah. of it's pretty good. Better than Raw. Eli said uh, ECW and CW and Supernatural, yep. Uh, All right, so uh, uh, Arn Anderson said that uh, he was uh, recently interviewed by the uh, two-man power trip, and um, he said that uh, he's at Vegas, he has some shows to do, but he wasn't at um, Double or Nothing because he didn't want anybody. uh, Yes, GHP! I remember watching the last five minutes of Emergency Row before Raw. Yes! And it's so funny. I used to love watching Murder, Murder She Wrote as a kid. So the reruns, you know I, I love watching it too. I love watching Where, Murder She Wrote. I was see. I guess this, I guess it makes perfect sense of me being a forensic psychologist because I loved Murder She Wrote. Uh, I loved Matlock and Columbo. I loved those, uh, I like those shows too. as as a kid. <clears throat> Barnaby Jones. I like those shows. Rockford Files. First of all, Andrew Landsberg has been 80 years old since we were kids. Yes. We all know that. Yes. So Angela, we... <laughs> yep. And uh, you remember the uh, Manchurian Candidate? Uh, she was yeah, a real, yeah. she was really good in that movie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. She's still alive, too. Hey. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the first one. Uh, the first one. Yeah. 1962 was when the Manchurian Candidate came out. You know what? So, give Eli the wow. fool because he just mentioned girlfriends. Girlfriends, everybody, it's Chris. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man. Uh, Matlock's theme is stuck. <laughs> yeah, it's stuck here. <laughs> 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 that, that's love the Matt theme songs. Uh, man, wow. Uh, uh, Angela Lansbury, uh, wow. Manchurian Candidate was in 1962. That Civil was rights. 57 years ago. Wow. And Lansbury. Um, She's like 80. Is he 85? She is 93 years old. Whoa. Her and Betty White. Oh. Wow. They're going to build the land soon, Chris. They're going to build the land soon. Three years old. And still acting. Um, real, incredible, <laughs> real, <man>. real, um, <laughs> real quick, one of my yeah, favorite. Yeah, she's doing theater now. She's doing theater. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, December 2017. She was, uh, uh, she was a part of uh, Little Woman, BBC television series Little Woman. Well, so, this, this so is, yeah, it's only just a year and a half ago she was still acting. That's incredible. Uh, wow. One of my sad moments said, real quick, Angela Lansbury has been 80 all of our lives, and Brian can move better than us, and Richard Gere has always had white hair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That is that is awesome uh, stuff, man. Let me see. Uh, wow. Betty White's, I think, like ninety five now. Yeah, she she's ninety five. She's yeah. up there too. Uh, yeah, ninety seven. Oh my wow. goodness! She oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Oh man! <laughs> she turned ninety seven years old this year. What in the world, man? <laughs> 
Wow, that is incredible. This shows how interesting the, 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 the business is. I know on my show we talked about this. We're sitting here. <laughs> wow. Talking about Angela Lansbury to a segment. Can't see me talking about something. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man. Uh, oh, GHP yeah. said, uh, will there be a live pod for something? Or remind me of that. Last time you didn't, I forgot <laughs> for uh, for a takeover. Remind me of that show. for Sunday. I might do it. I'm, you know, especially for these <sighs> ones that I just don't care about. Um, yeah. I, remind me, because I, I, I so don't care about stomping grounds. And so... Um, so yeah, if if I if I do a live pod, uh, it'll make me care about it more. Uh, this person defeated Vince McMahon to win the ECW championship. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, as far as the Art Anderson piece, uh, he he said that uh, AEW can be compared. Good job, Cody. That was quick. Bobby Lashley, Lashley, I will need some type of hype, man. It's already bad as it is. Absolutely, I agree with that 100. Um, percent Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, I think I just wanted to make note of our Arn Anderson make making a, a comparison of AEW to Jim Crockett, um, which was which is interesting. He said it's more of a family atmosphere. He said he, you know, from from what he saw, it was a uh, really family oriented. He got you know, Cody's a really good leader charging people up and so yeah i think i think it's cool i think that's a really good comparison to to, to jim crockett so um i think i think i think cool. i would rather yeah. i think i think we would rather watch rather grade and dissect jack sunny's promos president as jack to, <laughs> as opposed to watching this stomping grounds i want to see battlegrounds Stomping grounds. Yeah, it's. I have no desire at all to watch stomping grounds, man. Well, we have to, man. It's what it Zero. Is. As a so, journalist, it, uh, I have to, but. And uh, we have to. It's either that, or we watch the Soto Devils Island Mahogan from 1990 was at seven when he had the wig before Stone Cold against Sting. Man, or, I watched No Holds Barred again. <clears throat> you know, what's so funny because remember we used to do the uh, the wrestling for Flavor of the Week. We did the wrestling. Uh, Reviews, and I and I, man, you know, back in I think what eighty nine when it came out. Um, let me see, I no hope boy. I think eighty nine, yeah, eighty nine. When it came out in eighty nine, I was I was so pumped and I loved it. And man, just thirty years, this is the thirtieth thirty year anniversary of No Holds Barred. Man, that movie was so cheesy. <laughs> it was such a cheesy. When I watched it again when we did the reviews, man, what a cheesy, cheesy movie! All right, uh, let's do uh, Raw and SmackDown uh, grades. Raw and SmackDown actually uh, weren't terrible this week. Um, it weren't. It was. It wasn't all good, but it wasn't terrible. I just. I don't know, man. I. I think we've lowered the bar when it came when it comes to Raw and SmackDown altogether. Unfortunately. Um, I you know I, I will say this, and this is uh, based on what I've seen. Uh, Daniel Bryan and, and Seth Rollins is a really really good match. Uh, I will say yeah. this, I do like the fact that they're. This is one thing I did notice with uh, with SmackDown, and I do like this, and I and I hope they keep doing this, and it's actually working. 
they're actually having their champions win matches and have good uh, good uh, uh, momentum going behind them, both Kofi and Seth. And I really do like that, actually. That's, I think that's very important because you uh, WWE was just they, – they're just so bad of the 50-50 booking. They're so bad in having the champions lose in the tag matches and all types of crazy stuff like that. But going 2-0 against uh, KO and Zayn, uh, Seth beating Daniel Bryan, uh, Kofi, you know, uh, racking up wins. I think that is very important. And I said this before my show. I think I said I think they should have Kofi beat legitimate heels. That would help his stock if him going right. winning, winning matches and, and, and beating legitimate heels. And I think that that is very important to do that. Because it actually, because I, I think about um, Austin. I think about how Austin was so over. It's because he hardly ever, he had ever said, even though there were no reason to have two uh, out of three falls matches, I agree. I guess they just wanted to make them both. Uh, I, think, I guess they wanted to make them stand out and kind of help the momentum, make them even more credible, I suppose. Uh, and I agree, P.O. I hope Xavier Wood gets a singles title too. I think, um, I think, yeah, Xavier, I think, I think you have someone like Andrade beat Finn because uh, they've been poorly using Finn recently and maybe yeah, a, uh, Xavier and Andrade feud type of deal. So many people on WWE is in purgatory. I mean, Lashley, he's doing the narcissist Lex Luger uh, gimmick. All uh, you need is a, is a hologram of Bobby Heenan. You know, I'm going to love my man Bobby Heenan getting on his knees, you know, praying in his claws and what have you. Sam is just, like I said, looking like a little Huggies kid running around off his diaper. No one knows what he's doing. Norman Reigns is in purgatory. He's the beast by Shane McMahon. <clears throat> it's, it's only people that's there. I think they're doing good with Roman Reigns, though. I don't. I wouldn't call it a purgatory. I think it's. I think with Roman Reigns, they're they're and it's actually working because he's act, he's getting more cheers now than he you know than he has in years. You know what I mean? Because people are actually chanting Roman, like they're they're actually chanting Roman Reigns' name, and that's think that's good because they're actually using Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre and Elias to get all that heat. Off of Roman right. Reigns, which I think that's very smart, and I hope that they drag this. I, I keep saying this. I hope that they drag this until WrestleMania. Don't hot shot. What? Don't don't strike. Just just make it. Yeah. Understand the importance of build. You know, make it a good build. I would. I I want to. And you know what? The more we see, and and, and, he, and I think it even goes back to my point even more. Because you had Shane beat Roman Reigns at Saudi uh, uh, Super Showdown. I, and I've said this many, many times. I've said I think they should do Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. And to me, it even makes more sense now because Shane McMahon beat him. You know, he didn't beat him clean, but he beat him. Okay. So he, you know, he could spend the rest of the year bragging about his Roman Reigns win. He can. He has to go through Drew McIntyre. He has to go through Lars Sullivan. He has to go through may, maybe yeah. even Braun Strowman. You know, turns because he's been doing nothing lately. You know, maybe yeah. even Braun Strowman again. 
So it's like you you're going through a list of people throughout the rest of the year, and finally you get your opportunity to get Shane McMahon because he's he's spending the rest of the year bragging about his win, and you can really make something out of this because it's it's helping Roman Reigns. It, I mean, people can't deny the yeah. fact that WWE wanted to make Roman Reigns a babyface, and finally <laughs> they're having an opportunity to. And people, he, he, for for what? Even they started booing him even after the leukemia thing. When they noticed a little yeah, wow. bit of Roman Reigns is about to get a push. Oh, I want to boo him again. But now he's in a position yeah. where he's been. He, you know, he's he, he's with three heat magnets. They're soaking. You know, they're sucking the heat out of him, and he's actually getting cheered. You know, everywhere he goes, which is yeah. that's a big deal. Uh, yeah, and too, I think is is the is the reverse psychology is people are cheering him because he's not forced down. I'm saying all throats collectively. He's not forced down all throats. The big dog. He's people booed him. Was like, okay, we don't really want him. And now, like you said, because he's not in the main event, and he's like mid card and ring shows, he's got a good matches with anybody. Um, yeah. like you said, that's a good that's a good tactic that he's not being forced down all throats. The fans like him. Mm-hmm. Because, yep. you, you know, the immediate, if he get back in the main, the main event, he's going to get the boot. So, Shane is good. And it's the summer studies on my show earlier. The biggest hit with WWE is Shane McMahon. Think about yeah. that. Shane McMahon, who's not even really a wrestler, is the biggest hit. Besides that, it's no big hit right now. I mean, Daniel Bryan was a big hit. You kind of cooled off because you had so much champ using the paper belt. And then after he leaves, he gets appeared, and you have him on the pre-show, and then you get yep. him the tag titles, and say everybody keeps getting the tag. So, I mean, I like the idea. I mean, Shannon gets yeah. rained at Mania, and then we'll see Sting get sick at Mania, and then take nope. the All right, so we got to move on. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to see Sting second. Uh, all right, so we got to close up here. Uh, what happened to Becky? She's cooled down tremendously. Yeah, we've talked about that on the show. Just I, I, you know, maybe this may be an unpopular opinion alert, but Ronda Rousey, you don't see Ronda Rousey, look where the women's division is. As many people are, you know, people say, well, it, yeah, it was Rousey. She helped, but still, no, I mean, you see how, how much the women's division is, you know, has has plummeted. You know, to a, to an extent. Ronda Rousey's yeah. the star, man, and uh, she was the one. She's the catalyst that, that made them did a, a main event uh, people main event uh, match. I see the twenty. No, I haven't yeah. seen that yet. No. All right, uh, Kimbo's uh, shame bringing back the corporation. <laughs> that would be interesting, actually, with uh, Roman being the new Austin. Uh, more stacks, more stirrup. Yeah, it's past the one o'clock hour here, so we're gonna have to wrap it up here. Um, all right. Uh, so let's get to the flavor of the week real quick. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Yeah, and that's true. And that's true, uh, Lee. They're, they're uh, reportedly they're not doing evolution this year too, because uh, Ronda they they won't have the heavy hitters like Ronda and the, the Bellas. 
All right, so uh, during our WrestleMania, I'll play the normal uh, uh, closing song, and then I'll, I'll I'll break out the new one for the uh, for the predictions for uh, stomping grounds. All right, uh, go ahead, Evan, and give us your top five. Top five underrated WrestleMania. You ready? Number one, WrestleMania nine. Just kidding. Uh, actually, number five, WrestleMania three. Look, the only one that Hogan did not main event in the eight was Strasser. WrestleMania one to WrestleMania eight. Uh, number four, WrestleMania two thousand. No single matches was on this card, and the first time in any history that a heel won the Amber Triple H winner. WrestleMania th- uh, number three, WrestleMania twenty. Because Amy Blair, Cena won the U.S. title. Benny Raw won the world. Eddie won the WWE title. Um, and also taking Kane back against Kane. Uh, number two, WrestleMania 21. First theme, WrestleMania, that started the commercial age. This is when every WrestleMania after 21 had a theme. WrestleMania 21 was Hollywood, 22 was big time, so forth and so on. It was a really good card. Uh, and the Undertaker started promoting the streets and doing his funny entrances until like 80 years. And number one, uh, underrated media all time, WrestleMania 23. Cena beat HBK in a very great match. And Cena really started getting prompted to be Super Cena. Good pick to be. But Keith really showed that he can go against Cena and surprise everybody. And of course, sadly, uh, the people who we got to see President Trump, Agent Orange, um, be on the card. And Lashley was on that card, too. Yep, he was. Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to skim through mine real quick. Uh, number five, WrestleMania 10. Uh, loved it. That uh, was one of the first ones I remember watching, uh, uh, you know, the actual Mania. Um, of course, the uh, Savage and Crush, uh, Savage hangs Crush up, <laughs> the uh, last man standing match. Uh, and then, of course, Brett and Owen was uh, amazing, and then Brett and Yoko. Um, number four, WrestleMania 16. WrestleMania 16 was a really solid pay-per-view, man. People always crap on WrestleMania 2000, but I think it was a good pay-per-view. Of course, there wasn't no, uh, there wasn't no just straight-up one-on-one singles matches, but there, it was a pretty stacked card. Uh, number three, WrestleMania 28. I think that's really overlooked. I think, again, I always say that should have been the last uh, Taker uh, WrestleMania. The Hell in a Cell match was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, number two, WrestleMania 4. I think that uh, this was really the crowning moment for Randy Savage. Um, yeah. This uh, this was the, the tournament. That was uh, th- This was really... What made Randy Savage be one of the top tier baby faces of the company? <clears throat> and then number one was WrestleMania Five, man. The Mega Powers, Mega Powers, Mega Powers, yeah. And the, the if you get a chance, watch the interviews of Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, two of the best interview clashes ever. When Randy yeah. Savage was talking about uh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. I see you hot dog in the grandstand in here. Uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was absolutely amazing. Um, so, yeah. All right, so let's get to the stomping ground predictions. And here is the new song on the PNP. Yeah, yeah, Campbell, that promo package is fantastic. Absolutely, I agree. All right, new song of TNT playlist. Let's go. All right, so stopping grounds uh, card. 
with uh, Tony Nese and Akira Tozawa versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship. What do you got, Tony Nese. Yes, I got Nice as well. Um, Heavy Machinery against uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Uh, yeah, I got uh, DB and Rowan too. Samoa Joe and Ricochet, U.S. Championship. Uh, Joe, keep it, keep Joe strong. Yes, I'd say Joe as well. New Day versus Owen Zane. This uh, New Day is Biggie Fat. They get a full record. They got a New Day win. Uh, um, yeah, they were attacked by Owen Zane. I think Owen Zane might get back. Uh, just to continue to feud a little bit. Uh, um, Rollins and Corbin. Uh, Rollins. Yep. I think uh, Brock Lesnar will be the special guest for you. Might say cash. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. I, I like Lacey. I'm gonna be like her. They're gonna be on Becky. They're gonna have some fighting fighting chances with Justin. Yeah, I don't see Lacey yet. Uh, I, uh, you know, there's some there's some growth there, but I don't I don't see yet. No Becky. Uh, Bailey versus Bliss. Championship. Uh, Bailey. No, no, give yep. it to Bliss. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, since, Bliss. since Bliss is on Raw, I, I see, I, I see a Bailey. Um, Reigns and McIntyre. Uh, Reigns. I think they might have Shane help Reigns. They're probably still help. They're still trying to make him a baby face. They probably have Shane help them somehow just to continue their feud. And then uh, last, uh, Kofi Kingston versus Kofi with Kofi. Oh, Kofi. Good match. Yeah, see Kofi. He leaves a lot. See Kofi winning to it. It'll be pretty good. All right. Uh, awesome, awesome show, guys. Uh, new song on the PNP playlist. I'm thinking if I like it once again. And elect. This is called Excursion. Uh, big big uh, shout out to Intellect for allowing this song to be uh, the newest addition to the PNP playlist. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, that is 377 episodes in the books. Uh, again, uh, thank you all for uh, being a part of the show. Wonderful, wonderful.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.